0: Welcome back to another week of beating the bookies podcast. This is going to be episode six Breaking down this week of college football and professional football week 10 for uh, professional football and week 11 for college So without further ado uh, Let's go ahead and jump in first. I do want to mention if you want to get all of my picks every day completely free Go ahead and follow me at Parmesan picks on Twitter Um, that's when you're going to get our most up-to-date stats on what I think is going down, what I'm taking, um, and would love to see y'all give me a follow on there and, uh, definitely will interact. If you want to know anything about how I'm picking, why I'm picking, um, feel free to send me a DM and we can explain there. But, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump in. Um, recap of last week, you know, it's been rough. It's been rough for me recently. Um, went and split the NFL three and three, but did lay some juice and some extra units on on the losses, of course. Um, so ended up being negative. Uh, with college football it was same thing. Uh, actually, I went two and four there, um, but I did win my bigger plays of Oregon and App State, so kind of balanced that one out a little bit. Um, that being said, it is going to be a grind to get back positive, um, but we know we can do it. Um, we've had a great couple of days going up just over 30 units um, in these last two days here. So definitely have all the momentum on our side jumping into this week. And and I've got a couple of great bets that I think are going to have a lot of value just because people don't like to take this time to stuff. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into some college football. Some of the games, you know, that we just want to look at, um, want to go into. Now, there are some great games on the board this week that I just have no interest in betting. Uh Miami-Florida State is one of those, it's always a tough game to bet. That is, if not the biggest rivalry in the country. I know my UT fans are going to say it's with Oklahoma. Uh, but, you know, this game has had historic woes when it comes to kicking. You don't have wide right, wide right two, and wide left um, all in one series without it being just an absolute dogfight every time. So, you know, have no interest in betting that game. Uh, you know, Michigan versus Penn State is another one where it's just, I have no idea what's gonna happen in that game. No idea which Michigan team is gonna show up. It's gonna be cold, it's gonna be wet. Um, I do kinda like the under there, but that being said, with it only at 48.5, that's just not high enough for me to, to think even about taking there. But, um, let's go ahead and jump into the games that I am taking. Uh, first one, Kansas plus 31. I know they're playing Texas on the road, but, 31 points is a heck of a lot to be given this Longhorn defense right now. Um, they just can't stop anybody. I honestly expect this game to be a lot closer than people want to think it will be. Uh, maybe that's just my Texas naive, uh, negativity reaching in here, but I think this game probably ends, you know, 35, uh, 17, somewhere in that range. Um, I think Kansas easily covers. Um, not one of those that's ever super close, just because of the way each team's going to want to dominate the running game. Um, I think 31 points is just way too big to be given to a Texas team that hasn't proven itself all year. Um, the one thing I will say is that um, Texas does need this win to, to become bowl eligible. Basically, um, they're going to need to win two of their last three. Um, Kansas being one of the easier wins, and then they'll have Kansas State and West Virginia. It's going to be a tough road for my horns, but, uh, you know, here, Kansas plus 31, I know they're Kansas, I know they're not exactly a great team, but, you know, this is a team that played Oklahoma very tight, team that lost by 25 to Kansas State. Now, the one, well, realistically, the two games they do have are Iowa State and Oklahoma State, where they just got shelled. That being said, both of those were on the road, which I know they are here, but traveling to Texas is not the same as traveling to Ames, Iowa, nor is it the same as traveling to Bedlam. It's a lot more. I will say that our fans are not nearly as rowdy as those two bases. Um, I think Kansas is able to keep it close here. Their defense actually is only giving up 42 points a game this year. It's not like they have this atrocious defense in their own. Now, the run defense is bad, but Bichon's banged up. I expect the Horns to really just you know lean on that running game, even though their offensive line is bad. Uh, 31 is just too many, um, and I love the, the Jayhawks to go ahead and just cover that number. Um, kicking it over to another Big 12 game, I love Baylor plus six, and I'm going to sprinkle some on that money line. This Oklahoma team is just not very good. Um, I know they've skated through a couple games, most notably their Kansas game. They had trouble with Kansas State earlier. This Baylor team is different. Now, at TCU, they went up and laid an egg on the road in a rivalry game because they were looking forward to this game, and it's going to pay off well. Baylor has a fast defense. They've got a lot of sideline-to-sideline linebackers. That's a staple of Dave Aranda's defense. Their corners are not bad in single coverage, and they really stop the run well with just their front. Oklahoma, on the other hand, has all sorts of defensive issues, um, namely that they just can't stop the run, it seems, at all. Um, I know it's one of those things where you look at the tape and you're like, Joe, they only give up 111 yards a game on the ground, but it's a soft 111. Um, it's not one of those 111s where it's like, oh, you know, they're struggling to throw the ball and they're running more. No, it's one of those where every team is just getting what they want, whether it's through the air or on the ground, and in the Big 12, that tends to be through the passing game. But. Um, you know, this is a team that really struggled with Kansas. It's a team that really struggled with TCU. It's a team that shouldn't have beat Texas. Um, you know, I can just look up and down this board and see a bunch of struggles, whereas Baylor has lost some heartbreaking ones. Um, But they have won tight at home. They win against Texas at home. They win against Baylor or BYU at home, and they win against West Virginia at home. At home, this Baylor team is a lot better. They're a lot more comfortable, and I'm going to ride with that trend. I think the Bears pull a surprise upset here. I'm not sure how much of a surprise it really is considering a lot of sharp action is on the Bears, but um, I do see this as being uh, one that, th- that the Bears should win or should be in contention to win, especially late. Um, plus six is always just a tough number because that means that if it goes to overtime, it's always a bad time. But um, I think that this game probably ends somewhere in the 35 to 33 range oh, and hope Baylor pulls one out. Um, another one that I love is New Mexico state plus 51 and a half. That's just an absurd number. It's an absurd number, 51 and a half points. Um, I think historically teams getting plus 50 are something like 12 and three against the spread. So, uh, the teams getting those 50 plus points tend to just be very, very good. Um, you know, New Mexico state is not that bad. Um, This is a team that loses a lot, but it is a team that does score. If I were to read you off um, two of their last five games, they've gone over 30 points. One was at 28, so it was super close. Um, They do score a little bit. Now, I know they struggled against A&M, but, you know, this Alabama team is still – I still think that A&M game is a great comp for them. And New Mexico State, that game was actually a lot closer. That game ended around 30 points, if I remember correctly. Um just no reason for this to be uh I don't know sorry that was just New Mexico not New Mexico state but there's just no reason for this number to be 51 and a half points that's an absurd line it's way too big um and i think that alabama probably scores you know i want to say around 42 points it's probably the target number for them um i know they ran it up against tennessee but they were in that game late 49 to 9 which was the Mississippi State score seems like a very, very normal score for this game. Um, I think Alabama has experienced some offensive issues recently. They're going to try and iron them out um, at home against New Mexico State, but it, come on. 51.5 points is just too big of a number. Um, I think it's a prime spot to get some money off of Vegas, setting this absurd line, trying to keep Alabama out of a lot of people's parlays this weekend. Um,. Another SEC matchup that I do like it's LSU. LSU's at home and they're fa- they're facing an Arkansas team that's really had some struggles recently. Um, you know, this is not the Arkansas team of last year. I know they're six and three, but but at home LSU's a little bit different. Um, uh, I will say this: their run defense leaves a lot to be desired, which is not something I'm super comfortable with. But, you know, this is still the team that played Alabama close. This is a team that played Ole Miss close, a team that beat Florida, uh, and a team that played Auburn really close at home. Death Valley is a tough place to play. It's still LSU football. It's, you're still walking into Death Valley and the night game. It's a different type of vibe. And Arkansas, for all they are, um, they've really struggled this year. You know, this is a team that a lot of people thought was going to be really great, and they've just really struggled to put it together not sure if it's offense's issues with uh, K.J. Jefferson. Uh, They do have a lot of speed, but they kind of lack a physical aspect, which is surprising in a Sam Pittman uh, style of game. But I think the Auburn game for both of these teams is a very good comp. Um, You know, Arkansas was able to put up 23. LSU was able to put up 19. Um, LSU recently has been throwing the ball a lot better. Um, They're averaging over 250 yards in the air, um, and their running attack should see a lot of open running lanes this week against Arkansas. Um, I like LSU at home to impose their will early, really get the physical game going. These boys still love Ed Ogeron. Um, I know he's leaving, but this is still the coach that brought them a national championship two years ago. They like playing for him. They're going to play hard for him late, um, and I think it's a really good spot to grab LSU as an underdog um, when none of the numbers or statistics would lead you to that result. Most of them will lead you to LSU being favorited here, especially at home. But um, if they're going to give us plus odds on the team that we think are going to win, that's who we're going to bet. Um, last game is Tennessee and Georgia under 56. Uh, the reason for that is mo- mostly stylistically. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, Georgia's defense, incredible, especially their run defense. Uh, Georgia's offense questionable. Um, Their run offense is great. You know They're going to average probably three yards a carry. They're going to just methodically plug it down the field. But Tennessee's defense is better than people expect um, and their offense is pretty run dominant. So I think Hendon Hooker takes care of the ball. It's a check down type of game. It's mostly played between the 40s. Um, On the road, Stetson Bennett should struggle in Knoxville. I'm not going to say he plays perfectly, but I think it's one of those games where um it just is one that never really gets out of hand probably in somewhere in the 21 to 7 range where um it's boring it's not exactly what you want to watch at 230 but it is one of those where georgia gets the job done handily albeit not convincingly on the scoreboard uh those are going to be my picks for college um again just to wrap it up for you kansas plus 31 baylor plus six love sprinkling that money line on that one new mexico state plus 51 LSU plus two and a half. Also going to sprinkle the money line there, um, and Tennessee and Georgia going to go under fifty six points. Um, kicking it over to the NFL. That's you know where we're going to see a lot of of uh, where we want to talk about stuff. Um, you know this week is not nearly as full of fun games as the previous ones. Uh, you know if I go ahead and go through some of these, we're just going to see a lot of games where. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's fine. But you, it, it's a lot of these teams where you're like, okay, that's that's uh, going to go this way. This one's going to go that way. Um, you know, just don't see a lot of things where you're looking at stuff and being like, oh, this is a great matchup. Um, kicking it off on Thursday, you know, if you follow on Twitter, you know we were on that under and we were on it heavy. Ravens at Dolphins, defensive matchup. We knew – Um, That both teams Now we did get the team wrong I thought it was going to be the Ravens who won that game But it was not surprising me to see Just an absolute defensive slugfest on Thursday Again Those Thursday night games are almost always ugly So we love getting the under there Love kicking it off early Um, This is going to be a game I bet Falcons at Cowboys Um, I love the Cowboys here I'm not going to lie to y'all Cowboys minus 8 Get it at minus 110 um, you know, Dak is entitled to have his bad game of the year. I get it. It's not something that scares me. Michael Gallup is coming back from injury this week. Dak should just be able to distribute. And this Atlanta def- offensive and defensive line is nothing that you love to see. Uh, Grady Jarrett's a little bit different, but after him, it's just all bad. Um, I think that the Falcons on the road, you know, they haven't won back-to-back games all season. I think it kind of turns into one of those where, they've you know they're leaving at halftime um one of the main issues i see here is just that the falcons have been able to scheme their way into getting cordero patterson and kyle pitts open um if there's a guy in the league who's going to stop kyle pitts it's mike parsons um the cowboys have speed all throughout their their defense um one of the big things that i do like is that um they've generated a lot of turnovers and matt ryan can get careless with the football. I think the Cowboys kind of just, after last week, they flush it, come here, um, grab kind of a statement style of one of like, hey, we're a contender this year. Um, I like this spot for them. I, I am from Texas, but I'm not a Cowboys fan. Um, but I do really like how this offensive line has been imposing itself on defenses. This is one heck of a defense to impose yourself on. The secondary is bad. Um, Lamb, Cooper, Gallup. I'm not sure which one of those guys are healthy. Um, I know Coop, uh, CD Lamb's been on the report this week, but it's just one of those where it screams to me. The Cowboys come out and throttle them, you know, somewhere in the 35 to 21 range where it's just a never close. Um, and they, they just impose their will. Um, kicking it on to another game that I do like. Saints Titans, um, under, under City. Uh, you know, the Titans last week had two defensive touchdowns. Uh, The Saints have a great run defense. They're going to travel well. Um, It's going to be just a slugfest. I think Ryan Tannehill probably has a couple of crucial red zone turnovers. Um, I do like the Titans to win, but it's one of those games where it feels like Vegas knows that uh, New Orleans is the spot there. I'm much more comfortable playing the total, um, getting it to under 44, um that's, that's still a high number for these two style teams. I think this game can easily something like 17 to 14. Um, Taysom Hill is going to be the quarterback for the Saints, so you're going to see a lot more run styles with their quarterback position. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of Deonta Foreman. I didn't like how AP had his pad level so high last game. Um, I think Foreman gets in there. I think it's just – the strength of wills here. Who's going to break first that Saints defense or the Titans offense. My money is going to be on the Saints defense, but it's going to be late. I think it's a low scoring affair. And, and you're going to see some of, uh, some of that AFC, uh, AFC South versus NFC South football where they just don't mix. And it's low, um, Jags, Colts, not a lot needs to be said here. Colts should dominate. Um, I, don't want to at it because I said the exact same thing last week when Buffalo played the Jags, and that turned out to be wrong, but I just don't see the Jags winning two games in a row. I really don't see the Colts in a must-win game fumbling the bag here. Um, my favorite game of the early slate. Love this spot for the Browns-Patriots. Um, Browns have an issue on... Their running back room, Chubb's out with COVID. Kareem Hunt is still out, obviously. Um, the big thing here is that can the Patriots run the football in the Browns? I say yes. Um, nothing's going to make me think that Bill Belichick and company haven't schemed something up to confuse Baker Mayfield. This defense has only gotten better as the season has progressed. Um, I love this spot for the Pats. I think the public's on the wrong side of this. Um, The Patriots offensive line has played splendidly all year. All Mac Jones has to do is control the tempo and not turn the ball over. If he can do that, this game I think is one of those where the Pats might run away with it at home. You know, Playing in Foxborough is still a very, very tough spot for opposing teams. Baker, I think this is one of those contract-clinching games where He's just bad. Uh, nothing goes well, and the Pats end up picking a win. I'm going to say somewhere like 24-20. to 20. Um, That would be my guess here. Uh, Bills-Jets, I just think this is an awful game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills, but, man, I think it's an awful game. I'm not high on the Bills. People on here know that I'm not high on the Bills, um, but – uh, I, I, asking someone to lose to the Jets is a tough order, but I really do like how White's been throwing the football, so we're going to see how that goes. Um, it could be on upset alert. It's fun if you like playing massive underdogs like that. The Jets are, um, very, very large on that spot. I'm at plus 470, so, I, you know, I'm, now that I'm saying it, I might just throw one unit on the Jets just because I hate the Bills, but, um, I will more than likely not be doing anything there. Um, Go about uh, Lions Steelers. big thing here for me is that I don't know why the Steelers are favored by eight and a half points against anyone. Lions are coming off a bye. Um, they've got everything right. That Now, the Steelers' defense is great, but Big Ben has not played well. The Steelers haven't beaten anyone by eight and a half points all year. Um, somehow pretending like this Lions team is that much worse when, you know, they would have beaten the Ravens. You know, they've had some heartbreaking issues. I just think it's one of those where the Lions keep it close and it wouldn't surprise me if the Lions won here. Um, I know that's, I'm not going to say a hot take, but it is one of those where I'm at plus 300. That's, that's worth a look on a sprinkle there. Um, I like this spot for the Lions. They are a team that's burned me in the past, but, um, you know, they're one of those good garbage football teams and think that this one goes their way. Uh, In terms of the spread. Uh, Bucks-Washington. I think that game gets out of hand quickly. If you are a fantasy football player. Or in daily. um, One of my big things this week. Is I love. um, My boy. I think it's Tyler Johnson. To go ahead and get just a lot of targets and receptions. Godwin's out. um, AB is out. So he's already been getting six targets a game. But. uh, You know. Anything on that team in the air is good yet yeah, is Tyler Johnson. Um, going back to last week, he had six targets, 65 yards. I think with no Godwin off of a bye, he's going to even get more this week. Um, love that spot for him just to contribute. Um, and, you know, that's going to be a low salary cap spot, especially in daily. So he, he could be the difference maker in getting you into that million spot. Um, uh, Let's go ahead and – you know some of the afternoon games. Panthers cards stay away. Um, Panthers are getting Cam. I mean, just my goodness. <laughs> I, 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 would expect the Panthers to cover because it's ten and Kyler's kind of banged up and and their defense is very good. But I wouldn't want to touch that with a ten foot pole. Um, I've been known to get burned on the Panthers. Vikings Chargers. Um, now this is a game that I am going to bet. I mean, it's going to be the the Chargers just absolutely smoke them. Um, you know, Chargers minus three here, they're at home, and I will say this, uh, the Vikings are giving up on Mike Zimmer, you can kind of feel it in the organization, kind of see it on the field and the product, um, you're gonna get a nice play out of Herbert here, there's a lot to like about his matchup, um, a lot to like about his offensive lines matchup, and a lot to like about, uh, Eckler being back a little bit healthy here, um, I love this spot for the Chargers. Think it's prime for them to just come off and rip one and get ahead in that in that divisional race. Um, uh, it, it, this is just it's the Vikings scene is just so floundering right now that nothing about it, you know, they lose a back breaking one in overtime to Baltimore and now they're back on the road again going to LA. Um, nothing I like about this game for the Charger, or for the Vikings and And think the Chargers roll pretty easily. Uh, Eagles-Broncos, that is a dumpster fire. My goodness. Um, There's not a lot else to say there. It's just nothing I like predicting there. Uh, You know, it's just... like (laughs) I mean, like I'm saying, guys, there's just not a lot that I like there. Um, Big issue I see uh, mostly here is that I just don't know how Teddy's going to play. Um that being said, I will say this. Vic Fangio moves these safeties around really um in a in a very interesting way. Um I think that uh the ability for him to do that is going to really mess with Jalen Hurts. Um but in in what I'm comfortable with betting, Uh, not that I do think actually that that game is late. I think this is one of those weird double. Is this one of those weird double primetime games? I got to look that up, but, um, I know they do those sometimes and, and that, but you know, the, the Broncos to me are, are not the team to be betting on right now. Um, I do like their defense and if Jerry Judy comes back, we can have a little bit of a different discussion, but, um, you know, as of right now, no, this is a late game on CBS. So no, I just as of right now, I'd stay away. I might on game day have a play um, if I really like what I see. But uh, as of right now, it's not what I'm loving. Um, and then Seahawks-Packers. Uh, this is a game I'm going to bet I'm going to gonna take Seattle plus three. Um, I like the spot for them. Russ coming back, it's early. Um, but, you know, this is a game they need to win. It's not really a game the Packers need to win uh it's one of those where the seattle is going to need one to hang close in the nfc west the packers have pretty much locked up the nfc north you know rogers is going to have any practice during the week um rush should be dangerous again um should be able to hit dk on and, and this packers red zone defense is a liability um, they're still a pretender in my point of view until they fix some of their defensive and offensive line issues. Especially, I don't know who their left guard is, but he's bad. Um, you know, Jordan Love really showcased that where, you know, Rodgers up there I think fixes a lot of problems, but you can see that that offensive line, even though I, I did not like how Love performed either, but you could see that offensive line had some, some real big difficulties. Um, I like the Seahawks there. would be a, a post-sprinkling money line. We'll see that once – Game time comes, and I can get a little bit more accurate description on who's out on whose team, um, especially with Rodgers' COVID. That's going to be one that I'm going to figure out right at game time. Uh, Chiefs, Raiders, not one that I have an official bet on right now, but I love this Raiders team right here. Um, they're at home. They've got a good offense, even though they don't have Henry Ruggs. Uh, they still got Braylon Edwards, they still have Jose Jones. They're still going to run it with Josh Jacobs, and they still have Darren Waller with Derek Carr, who's throwing at a high clip. He's not turning the ball over. Um, this Chiefs defense just can't stop anyone, and the offense is prone to turnovers. Um, now, I'm not saying that I love either side here. I think the total is probably what I'd play on the over, which is a huge square play. Sorry about that, but it's a huge square play. Um wouldn't want to bet that just because of all the money there, but um, the over there is probably what's most enticing. Um, and then Rams 49ers. I, I think the Rams win. I think four is too low, but man, it wouldn't surprise me for Kyle Sanahan, who's pulling out here. Everyone's doubting him this week, so it would really be unsurprising for him to just go ahead and throw one up and get a win here. Um, but yeah, just going back through it, um, I've got Patriots minus one and a half, Cowboys minus eight, Saints-Titans under 44, Lions plus eight and a half with a money line sprinkle probably, Seattle plus three with a money line sprinkle, uh, and then the Chargers minus three um we are going to be having some ufc stuff uh if you listen to the podcast that released today uh me and my buddy will are going to have a little bit of a ufc off tomorrow um we both love that and, and thinks it's going to be a really fun uh little fight night card that we can watch um so yeah we'll go ahead and update you tomorrow with our picks um gonna have again that's for tomorrow uh, Saturday, you're going to have Kansas plus 31, Baylor plus 6, New Mexico State plus 51.5, LSU plus 2.5, and, and then Tennessee, Georgia under 56. going to have money line sprinkles on Baylor and LSU there. So, i um, love to see you all tomorrow. Go ahead and again, follow that at Um That's going to be where you get all your up-to-date info on me and how I'm betting and what I'm viewing. Um, so, Go ahead and follow me there and would love to hear from you all on that site um, or uh, anywhere else. So uh, go ahead and check out uh, the electricfactorysports.com page uh, where we're going to have some new up-to-date data. You can see what I think about the season, um, how I'm going to be looking at things, and and you can even see my draft breakdowns and stuff like that. So um, thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you again next week.